What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Jordan Siri podcast this morning, afternoon, this evening, this nighttime, whatever time of day you're listening. Honestly, it's the right time of day to listen. So thank you so much again for tuning in. Before we get started, I want to take time to remind you that the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I pray, Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that faith gets stirred up in the hearts of every single listener, that they receive exactly what they're praying and asking for during this podcast in Jesus' name. Okay, so guys, real quick before we get started, if you don't already follow my Instagram page, it's at jordan.siri. That's me. <laughs> so um, make sure you give me a follow. I'm going to post announcements on there. It's what's upcoming, you know, more things that the Lord has been doing, guys, what's been going on, testimonies. So really, guys, I, I really encourage you to go follow it. I think it'll be a blessing to you. So without further ado, which nobody says I do anymore, but without further ado, let's get into it. In three, two, one. Infopotamus. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Jordan Siri along with Michael Mantello. Woo! Cue the um. Um. Anyways, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? I wish you... I forgot they can't like feed back to us and tell us how they're actually doing. Anyways, um. So we're gonna kick it off today with a topic that I uh, we really felt to do earlier. Me, me and Michael were just talking. Is Having godly friends, the importance of having godly friends, you know, getting rid of those people in your life that are just holding you back. If, if there's someone coming to your head right now as I'm talking, that is just the Holy Spirit already speaking to you saying you need to get rid of this person, cut them off from your life. They don't need to be involved because really there's people who, you know, could propel you forward. And there's also people who could hold you back. Right. So, Michael, I know you had some stuff on your heart you wanted to share. So I'll let you just go ahead and get started. Just go ahead and join in. Jump the pe- tell them where you're from, who you are, whatever. And just just go ahead and kick it off. I will. Uh like you know already, my name is Michael Mantello, and I'm originally from uh, Montreal, Canada, and me and Jordan met, I don't know, around first year in Bible school, and then we've been we've been uh, pretty good friends, even though he's he's a horrible friend, but you know, <laughs> he makes me laugh, so I stick around him. But uh, I guess the one thing that really struck me was growing up in high school, in public school, you know, I had a lot of worldly friends, I didn't have, a, didn't have many Christian friends, and the Christian friends that I did have... Uh, weren't the best influence on me and um, Paul said it the best in first Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33 that do not do not be deceived that good company corrupts good morals and it's as simple as that you could you could be as good as you think you are but if you surround yourself with people that love to sin love the world drink party then they're just going to take you down and it's nothing you you could pray and fast all you want and when you get around them all they're going to do is encourage you to do the wrong thing. And uh, I mean, there are, there are many different, you know, types of friends, but the two that I found were, uh, had the most impact negatively, and then I'll talk about positively, but two is, there's always gonna, there's gonna be two types of friends, um, and it's as simple as this. They're either gonna encourage you or discourage you to do the right thing or to do the wrong thing. Yeah. And um, and I know. Go ahead. You know, I think about like so. What comes to my mind is like if you worked out or if you did any type of sport or like you know you like stay in shape for any reason at all. There's always gonna be that friend who's like you know it's it's very rare for me to find somebody. You know I started going to the gym not too long, like maybe a couple years ago, like two years ago now since I started college. 
And it's, it's very hard to find people who are going to be consistent and push you and go with you. It's really easy to find people who are like, nah, man, let's just chill out tonight, get some ice cream, we'll get some milkshakes, let's just, you know, relax, watch a movie. You know what I mean? Like, am I wrong, Michael? Like, you? So you can think about it in the same sense as, like, your spiritual life. You know, Paul oftentimes co- um, compares, you know, spiritual uh, strength or, you know, health to physical strength and health. You know what I mean? Like, exercise, right? So for me, you know, go to the gym, I'm uh, – it's like, you know, you got to find that friend. Like, yeah, man, you're going to push you. You're going to be there. Like, hey, bro, even times you don't want to feel like going, he's like, hey, man, we got to go. There's also going to be that friend who's like, man, you don't need to go to the gym today. You can just do this, do that. So there's also friends in your spiritual life who are like, hey, man, you don't need to just come come hang out with us for tonight, bro. You don't need that, that church stuff. You do that every day. You really, how many times a week do you go to church this week? You know, during re- revival meetings or whatever, right? How many times do you go to church this week, bro? You can take one day off and come downtown with us and just go to the club or whatever, man. One day. God's not going to hate you. Bro, that's like people's favorite thing. God's not going to hate you because you drink one beer. You know what I mean? Like, people just throw whatever. That's, and you're 100% right. Um, although, if you have, if you, like, right now, you could, you could probably think of them off the, top of your fed, off the top of your head. If you have friends that are encourage, encouraging you to indulge in the flesh or, you know, they'll, they'll never, you know, give you a ride to church. Or they'll, they'll never, like, encourage you, hey, bro, let's go yeah. read, let's go pray. You know, or just to do the right thing. But every time, if you were to call them, you know, out of the blue and be like, hey, you know, let's let's go drink or let's go do. They'll be at your house like with, within minutes because oh that's, God. you know, and those are the friends you need, you need to cut out of your life. And I, and I believe if if, you know, if the devil can never, you know, can't cause you to sin, he can't cause you to, you know, to stumble. He'll always send people in your life to distract you or to discourage you. And even if you're in Bible school, I mean, even in Bible school, going through my first and second year, you know, I, I, I realized that, okay, these are the friends that, you know, you might, oh, but they're in Bible school. You know, they're, they're, they, come to, they come to church every Sunday and they do this. But then outside of that, they always encourage you to do the wrong thing. And those are the friends you need to get rid of. Because, you will you know, the friend, you can only go as far in life you know, with the friends that you have, because some will always hold you back and some will push you forward. And, um, you, you need to, you need to find the ones that, that push you forward. You need to find the ones that encourage you to run after God and the plan that he has for your life. And you need to surround yourself with them. Yeah. One thing he said is like, it's, it's easier. Or he says, there's always gonna be someone that's pulling you back, pushing you, you know, pushing you forward, but you gotta get rid of the people holding you back. Like, uh, I often hear, you know, people get the analogy of, you know, it's easier if I if I were to stand on a table, right? And there's somebody on the on ground level, you know, next to the table. It's a lot easier for them to grab my arm and pull them down than it is for me to grab their arm and pick them up, right? Fact. So like, that's a fact. So yeah. So if you're like best friends with someone who's like you know on the ground level pulling backwards and you're trying to pull them up, either you're gonna go down with them or you're just, you're just not gonna go anywhere. So honestly, there's sometimes. So Michael, how would you? Let me ask you this question. How would you deal with people in life who are like, hey, man, like, this is my friend. Like, I love this person. You know, like, we're good friends. It could be even a relationship even, you know, where it's like, you know, I got feelings for them or whatever, but they're not saved. They're not, they're not even on, even people who aren't on fire. You know what I mean? Like, if you're on fire pursuing things of God, there's people, honestly, people who claim to be Christians might hold you back more than people who aren't saved. Because people who aren't saved know that what they're doing is wrong. They at least admit, hey, man, like, this is wrong. I know, like, I can't be doing this stuff. But Christians are like, nah, dude, God will forgive you. There's grace. Which we're not even going to get started on that grace message. That's for a whole nother podcast. But, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, like, how would you answer someone who said, hey, man, like, when, when do you draw the line of, like, you know, 
is it ever okay to like just just drop somebody off completely like what if they don't get saved what if you know how will the lord deal with them or like what if they're how do you know like if it's your responsibility to lead them to jesus or to just you know let god deal with it like when when you know you, you get, where's the line yeah 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 this is this is definitely this is a tough question and it's never easy because i've had to do it but um uh, let's deal with the, the two friends one either he's not saved and you're trying to get him saved um if you've invited him to church and talked to him you know give him an opportunity to receive christ and none of those three have worked they just don't want to hear it um but you know they're good friends then you're just you're just gonna have to lay it you're just gonna have to lay it on the table you just have to tell them hey uh, either if we want to be friends you're gonna have to come to church with me and i know it sounds you know kind of harsh but it is it's the way it is because sooner or later you know this is what my dad always told me and and it all it stuck with me throughout the entire my all my years of high school he said two things are going to happen either you're going to buy with your friends are selling or your friends are going to buy with your selling Ooh. now you know obviously you're not selling you're not selling anything yeah. you know material but it's it's they're going to buy into what you believe or you're going to buy into what they belief. There's no, there's no in between. You could think or say what you want about there being an in between and that it just doesn't exist. That in between literally does not exist. So you, that it's hard, but you're just going to have to cut them out and you're going to have to let God do the work in them because once they see, you know, actually once they see, you know, the Bible says that it's the goodness of God that yeah. leads man to repentance. And once they see how you're thriving, that life That's isn't true. a struggle, yeah. that you're always happy, you're not depressed, you know, you have joy in your life, then they'll realize, because if you, if there's anything about people that are in the world, it's that, you know, they may seem that they have all the joy in the world, that they're having fun on the outside, but if you really talk to them when they get home, they're depressed, they like, yeah. they, you know, it's that's true. why they smoke cigarettes, that's why they drink, that's why they, they do drugs, to cope with the idea of no matter how much or how many friends I have or how much drugs I do, I'm never happy. It never satisfies, you know, that that emptiness on the inside of me. And once they see that that you, that you have that joy, that you're always happy, that you're never depressed, then they'll they'll glean to you and they'll start to ask you questions. And you know, maybe I should start coming to church soon. And you'll see the difference in them. Be the light. Be the example. You know, my youth pastor says this that uh, you might be the only. Um, idea or picture of Christianity that the world will ever see or that your friends will ever see. Yeah. You know, because they, they don't go to church. They don't know what Christianity looks like. And for them, I, the idea of Christianity, you're the only person that could paint that picture for them. So live a life of godliness. Don't, don't you know, do the things that they do or join in on the things that they do. You know, if they're always swearing, don't swear just to, you know, oh, let me just be cool and swear a bit so they could see that. Yeah. No, then you start to push the line and see how far you could go. And before you know it, you're, you're at a party and they're like, oh, you know, just take a sip, just take a drink. Yeah, and, and, you're, and you're gone. And so that's one. State. And then the other, the other friend is someone who's, um, you know, loves the Lord, Oh, and whatnot is Trying saved, Christian, yeah. you know, is, is a Christian friend, but you feel like they're holding you. Was that quite that they feel yeah, like, like they're, they're holding the you back? Eyes on fire. They say, Hey man, like God loves everybody, you know, like hyper grace, you know, do whatever we want. We'll be forgiven or like, but you could tell like they're, they're not on fire. When it comes to the Holy ghost, they get like tense. They like, oh, I don't know about that, that speaking in tongue stuff. I don't like that. Whatever. You don't need to go to these revival meetings or, you don't even, or like, how about this? You don't need to pray for everybody we see on the streets, man. Like, 
I get it, bro. Like, we're eating. It's, like, it's not about numbers, you know. It's, it's not about <laughs> numbers. <laughs> no, it's not about the numbers at all. That God just put an entire book in the Bible <laughs> called Numbers. But whatever. Yeah, but like those people who are like, like they claim to be Christian, but they're not living. The, like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, man, like, you, like bro, you can't. Like, why don't you want to be friends with me? Am I not good enough for you? You know what I mean? Or like, obviously, if they're, if they're not saved and they don't want to be saved and they don't want nothing to do with Jesus, okay, I get it. Like, hey, man, like, we can't be friends anymore. But there's people who claim to be saved, but their lifestyle doesn't say the same way and they're lukewarm, but they're holding you back. You know what I mean? Because you know what Jesus says about being lukewarm. He says, I'd rather be hot or cold because if you're lukewarm, I'll vomit you out of my mouth. I'll spit you up. So, yeah, yeah I think uh, with someone like that, Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've ha- I have friends like that still now. And I still talk to them. I don't, like, just completely cut them off. I still talk to them. Yeah. But I don't allow them the close access yeah. that... There's a difference. You know, there's there's a difference between close friends and, I guess you could say, acquaintances. Yeah. Which, for me, I don't even know an acquaintance is, like, someone you say hi and bye to. And I guess, you know, hey, like, the the, the typical, I don't know... American, you know, hi and bye. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Okay, bye, bye. And you just walk yeah, away. Yeah. That's like the conversation between everybody. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I guess, it's more of a casual, they're an acquaintance, you say hi to them. And then if they're willing to change, well, then sit, sit down with them and then encourage them. Be like, hey, this is what the Bible says and this is what I believe. And if you're willing to, to you know, come with me, then then come. You know what I mean? If you're willing yeah. to do this and may, if you see a change in them, then, you know, you know praise the Lord. Then Keep go at it. Maybe maybe they're 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 put in your life so that you could you know encourage them, disciple yeah. them, or whatnot. Yeah, and there's also people like people who are lukewarm. They like being lukewarm. So when your heat comes and your fire, <laughs> like that's people are content with. No, they are. So when they see like how you're living your life, how you're on fire, pursuing the things of God, winning souls, you know, selling out your life for Jesus, for funding the ministry, you know, do whatever God's called you to do, like full heartedly pursuing the call of God in your life. And they see that you're doing that while they're not. Their their lukewarm is gonna feel the hot the heat coming from you, and they're gonna be like, I don't like that. I don't like that change. So, uh, bro, what they're gonna do to react is like, you don't need to be doing all that. God doesn't need. Do I need to do that for God to love me? No. You know, they're just gonna start bashing it because they don't like it. So they don't know, they don't know how to react to it. So, but there's two things that could happen. They could see that, and they could come to you and be like, man, I, like I've had people come to me like, hey man, like you're on fire, and I see you're not. You're not you're you you're not where I am. I'm meaning like I want to be where you are. Like I want to be on fire like you. I want to win souls like you. I want to pray like you know what I mean. People like that who admit, hey man, like I need help. Then by all means, dude, like take them out to eat. Take them so literally take them soul winning. Like, hey bro, let's go soul winning. Me and you, let's go. You'd, Just train. You'd be, them. you'd be surprised, you know how many people, how many young kids. I heard someone say that oh this generation just isn't isn't hungry anymore. That's why we gotta we gotta you know put on a light show and smoke machines and. <laughs> you know, do these activities to get them in. But you'd be surprised how hungry, because I, I mean, being in, in youth ministry, you know, being an intern in the, in the youth department, you'd be surprised how hungry, you know, youth and kids actually are. You know, the thing is, they're not hungry for religion. They're not hungry for just another, you know, church yeah, service with no power, yes, with no that. nothing. Yeah. But as soon as the raw, you know, power of god yeah the anointing right the manifest presence of god is in the room they're hungry for that and when they when they feel the anointing on your life or in a church service then that's when they'll start hanging around you that's when they'll start like they'll notice it because if there's anyone anyone that notices a fake 
or someone who's being fake or not real, it's kids. It's teenagers. Yeah. When I when you're around teenagers and you're just like trying to put on a show to impress them, whatever, they spot it right away. Absolutely. But as soon as you're genuine and as soon as, you know, you actually carry something with you, then they notice it and, and they want to be around you. Yeah. People can tell the difference, man. So I think we answered those questions like fully. So next question I had is um So there's also people who are saying this, man, like you know, bro, it's just too iffy, bro. You know what? I, I've been around so many people who are just so just like Christians, so judgmental, friends who are just not as on fire as me, and they think they're high and holy above everybody else. No one will ever touch me. I'm just going to be alone and have no friends and do nothing, you know? But it's important to have friends. Like, you do need to have friends. And honestly, if, you, if you're if you're here in this podcast and you're like, man, I need friends. Like, I need, pray. I need, literally pray. Ask the Holy Ghost. And th- I'm going to give you some Bible verses you can. You know, because it's, inc- it's good. I believe you should include scripture when you pray because you can pray the perfect will of God when you speak in tongues. But Let me correct, Jordan. I don't think you should include Bible verses. <laughs> if you're praying and after three minutes, not one scripture has come out of your mouth, then, I don't know, you're just not praying properly. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you could pray, but pray the word of God. The word, like, there, if, if there's anything that I encourage, like, can encourage someone when they're praying is pray the word because the word of God can't return void. Yeah. God actually holds his word above his name. So when you put the word of God before before him, when you put God's word before him, then he has to answer it. You know, it's yeah. it's impossible to pray and put God's word before you and, and nothing happens. Yeah, he honors his word above his very own name. I forget. I don't know the exact reference on that. But, but like God honors his word. It says he's not a man that he shall lie. He said it, he'll do it, right? So... Verse I have for you is Proverbs eighteen twenty four, and thank you for correcting me. My bad theology there for a second, Michael. But uh, eighteen twenty four says there are friends. Okay, that's why you're submitted to me. <laughs> no, I'm not. Anyways, the eighteen okay Proverbs eighteen verse twenty four. There are friends and friends is in quotes right there. Friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. That's a good verse. And then uh, Ecclesiastes four verse nine, and I'm gonna read up through verse twelve. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Listen, man, if you're, like, on your own, like, hey, I don't need any friends. I don't need, you know, I'm, I'm on my own out here. Bro, what, what if you're going to have nobody close to you see see your spiritual gauge in life? See, You know what I mean? If all you have is, just, like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, if you're, if someone, like, friends, bro, call you out when they see you. Like, real friends speak up. Real friends man, say, man, I love you more. I love your I love your soul more than I love your feelings. Mm. Like, if you see someone doing something wrong, they're not going to say, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to call him out on that. He might get upset with me. Real friends are like, bro, you're being an idiot. Like, what are you doing? Like, real friends will call you out on it and say, hey, man, you need, you need to get better. You need to do this, right? So, verse 11. Likewise. Yeah, notice the people that tell you the truth. Yeah. Those, I, are, yes. those are your real friends. If people just want to, like, I don't know, tickle your feathers or whatever. <laughs> Tickle your feathers. Get rid of (laughs) Get rid of them. People that tell you the truth aren't afraid to tell you the truth. When you're wrong, they tell you you're wrong. Those are friends you want to keep in your life. Because those are the people that are gonna, you know, point you in the right direction. Stay away from the feather feather ticklers. The Jordan's a feather tickler. (laughs) Anyways, um, verse eleven. Likewise, two people okay, this is a husband and a wife here. Whereas just going to keep reading. Uh, two people lying close together can keep each other warm, but how can one be warm alone? In verse 12, a person standing alone 
can be Michael's laughing right now. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Listen, I'm just gonna keep going. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. Defeated. This, this could be friends right here. This could be two guys, right? Listen, two guys standing. Alone. Listen, I'm just gonna throw this out there. If you're at a, if you if your boy's sleeping over and he got cold, do not go lie down close to him to keep him warm, bro. You better turn up that he furnace. Suddenly go really gay. <laughs> You better turn up. You better turn the air conditioning down or up. Or what's the proper terminology for that? Do you turn the air down? If your friend's gay, do not be in the same room as him. That's alone. Just, that's oh, alone. Just let me. Yeah, like, just put that out there for you. Yeah, like that's not even being funny. Like if a man struggles with that, bro, like don't don't put him in that situation even more because like it, it is real out there, dude. Like you know, people deal with that. True. So like, anyways, but. Okay, verse 12. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two standing back to back can conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. You know, three is obviously, that's, you hear that a lot in marriage, you know, a man, a woman, and then God, the three, you know what I mean? So, you think of, uh, you ever seen the movie Lethal Weapon? They're back to back, you know? Dude, think uh, of any I've movie, any action movie ever where two people, they're always like, the fight, the end. Dude, you ever see like, okay, I might get, I might get some heat for this, but Bad Boys, I love those movies, Okay. Everyone's coming up before my birthday, so ride or die, bad boys for life. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like in the movies, bro. The end scene, right? Will Smith and Martin Lawrence have like their two. They each have a pistol in each hand. They're standing back to back, right? They're the two. They've been each other. They've been partners for life, right? The the the, 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 the gangs coming in around them to kill them, blow them up. But they're back to back. They got each other's back. But if he's alone in there, if someone sneaks up on him, you're never gonna see that. So that's why you need a friend. You need a friend who's gonna see things that you don't see. There's gonna be like you know. With, I, this just came to my head, like relationships. Like I've been in some dumb relationships before, and I had some of my friends, some of my boys. You know, there were people. Even okay, let's. If your mom or your dad is full of the Holy Ghost, on fire for God, and they tell you something, please listen to them, because like even like things they tell you, like, like advice, they know things. Like surprisingly, your parents know a thing or two. Shout out to my mom. I know she's gonna listen. Like, there's been stuff. My mom. There's been people. Like so many friends. Even girlfriends are that my mom's like, hey, like, I, don't, I don't feel right about her or I don't feel right about him. You need to stay away from him. That I don't talk to to this day. Every single person she said that about, I don't talk to them to this, to this day right now. I don't talk to them at all because she was right in the end. Something happened. They turned out to this or do that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't see it because I was just so caught up in the hype of the moment or so like, you know, distracted that I, I completely missed it. But, you know, my mom was like, no, she saw it from a distance. So either, even friends were like, hey, bro. Like, you need to watch out for that. I've had people tell me, bro, you need to watch out for that dude because I, I don't feel right about him. Or even, you need to watch out for that girl. I don't feel right about You know what I mean? Just like, just watch out because friends can see stuff you don't see. You know what I mean? That's why God put us there for each other cause, so we can help each other, right? But, but pray for godly friends because you need people like that in your life. You're not alone. So don't act like you are. And then, you know, be, be a godly friend. Yes. You know, obviously you pray for godly friends, but be that, That's good. that godly friend. Be an encourager. You know, I mean, if there's, I mean, personally, you know, I hate people that are negative. Like, I, I hate when people are negative. You don't hate anybody, Michael. Oh, yeah. Negativity, I'll just say this. Negativity, like, <laughs> pisses strongly. Pisses me off. And when people are negative, I'm like, good for you. I agree. Good for you, bro. And I'm just, I don't talk to them anymore. Because I, if there's anyone, if you know me. I love to laugh. Yeah. I love to have fun. And if anyone is around me that's like, you know, always a drag and always like, 
you know, always there's always something wrong. Yeah. There's always it, like, it they're like always. Once, I don't know if they're depressed. Yeah. I don't know if like there's always a. They're like. I mean, people have drag- bad days every now and then. So if it's one time, don't say I can't talk to you ever again because you were upset that one day three years. You know what I mean? But just say like, okay, if it's every day. Yeah, but the people that are constantly like that, yeah. I just get, I just get rid of them. I'm like, I cannot. All my friends, the kick rocks. All my friends that hang around me, we all, everybody, we all love to laugh. We all have that's, fun, bro. That's so all of true. it, man. There's not. I don't have one friend that's close to me that ha, that has you know a crappy sense of humor. We yeah. all we all take we all say funny jokes. We all have fun. We all laugh, and it encourages us. Remember, you know, dude. Was it you with me in well, Little Caesars last week? We went to like Little, it, yeah. dude. Me and Michael. We went to Little Caesars with like Elliot. Elliot, and listening. we walked in there. I mean, la- laughing. Laughing. Laughing so much that they thought they're like. What do they say? Like, like man, uh, what's that white boy on? Like, yeah, talking about like me because I was. They, just, they like, thought we were the drinking. They thought, and obviously, we told them like, hey, you know, we're not drunk. Like, you know, we're we're sober. We're Christians. We don't drink. <laughs> but it was just like we were laughing so much. It was just That's as the dumbest thing. It was just like Peter said. These aren't drunk as you suppose. Like <laughs> we we were laughing, not, and it, it just, wasn't even the Holy Ghost. We were just laughing, just just having fun because we're having fun. Yeah, that's one thing. That's one thing that get people that laugh, that that yeah, like to joke with, like to have fun, and you'll see life just fi- suddenly just wow. All of a sudden, it's just so easy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're gonna see like when people are around you that like to have fun. Obviously, when it's time to be serious, we're serious. Yeah, absolutely. But we like to have fun. We like to joke. You know, all of a sudden, it's just stuff gets easier. And then the other thing I wanted to say that's that's really important is um, you know have people around you that encourage you. You know, if people, if there's anyone that's obviously, like I just said, that discourages you, get rid of them. But also for you, be an encourager. Yeah. You know, when, when you see something in someone that's good, encourage yeah, them. Absolutely. You know, tell them, like, you know, because the Holy Spirit will never discourage you. You know, the people that come up to you and always try and, like, oh, you're doing this wrong, doing this wrong. You yeah. should have done this better. You should have done that better. And if you ever do say, hey, man, like, this is wrong. Always have a solution. Mm. Every time the Holy Spirit convicts you, he like it says, he, uh, temptation always provides a way out, right? And a way of escape. So if it does come time, hey man, like you're doing this wrong, but you need to do this, and this is what the Bible says, and this is how you, this is how we can get through this. You know what I mean? Instead of saying this, sucks, you do this and this and this, I hate it. You know what I mean? That doesn't help anybody. So even see if someone's talking to you and says, hey man, you need to work on this and do this, and they don't show you or they don't come to you with a way of escape or they don't come to you saying, hey, how you can deal, then it's it's not disregard what they say. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will always come to you and tell you, don't do this, do this, and because you do that, then you know you're gonna have success or it's gonna be successful. The Holy Spirit will never steer you, you know, downwards. Yeah, it'll always steer you in the right direction, you know, to bless you or to go in the right direction. So be an encourager. Find people that encourage you. Encourage others. When you see something that's good, someone that encourage them. You know, if maybe you're, I don't know, in Bible school or whatever, and uh, someone, you know, shared a testimony or, or preached a message, go up and tell them, great job. You did great, man. My spirit was, you know, filled. You you know, I, I received something from what you preached. And you'll see that they'll, they'll people are like to hang around people that are encouragers and not discouragers. Yeah. You know, people will be attracted to you. That's, you know, that's just... As simple yeah. as it is, if you start encouraging people, people will like you, and like to be around you. Yeah. And um, and yeah. Yeah. Like even also, be <clears throat> the Holy Spirit was the, the Lord will set you up, people, man. That like that you can be yourself around. Be yourself yeah, around people. I, like there was one time I don't even remember who it is anymore, which isn't important because if I did, I, I don't know. I'd probably try to irritate them even more now. 
But there was someone who was like, Jordan, you like, you're too loud. Okay, you're you laugh way too much. Like, like listen. Bro, to me. I remember this week. So he <laughs> he literally it was like three days where he was like not quiet, like very quiet, not loud. Was, and I was like, Jordan, what's so, up no, with wait, you? Wait, wait. So I made up my mind. I'm like, you know what? They're right. You know, I'm 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 20 now. I'm an adult. You know, I gotta be more mature. I gotta be an example to people. Because I guess having a good time isn't mature. You know, like obviously there's times to be serious, but you know. Just me and myself. If anybody knows me at all, like I laugh. Like in my like in my yearbooks in high school, people if I pulled up my yearbook out and wrote what people like wrote in the back of it at the end of the year, they're always like, "Dude, you laugh twenty four seven, and it makes me laugh so hard." Like I had people in high, when I was in high school, I had guys who were like smoking weed like all the time, like openly drug dealers, like telling me constantly, "Dude, we need to hang out." Like I don't care if you smoke or not with us, but you're just hilarious, dude. Like we just got to hang out and do something. Like you're just hilarious. You know what I mean? So like if, if people aren't coming up to you saying, "Hey man." We're attractive to the world, you know, because people see the light in us. But also, like, they shouldn't look at Christians and say, oh, they're so boring. They're so this. You know what I mean? Like, people tell me, dude, we yeah, had Christians such. Christians shouldn't be depressed. Yeah. People tell me, man, like, we have such a great time. We didn't even do anything. Like, mm. I feel good the next day. We hung out, right? But, uh, oh, yeah, so back to what we were saying before. I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to settle down. I'm going to be more serious. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be responsible now, which I, which not that I wasn't before. I don't know. It's just all these thoughts are running through my head. Like, I'm just going to be quiet and normal and, like, not, not stand out, which. Honestly, I'm just a naturally obnoxious person. That's just who I am. This is how I was just created. I'm just loud. I laugh a lot. He's, he's prideful. He just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> like, my laugh? Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's very... I think it's, I think people tell me it's very um, unique. And it's loud. I can't help it. Like, I literally cannot help it. If something's funny, I can't help but just laugh really loud and hard. Like, I don't, I don't know. But... For the week, yeah, yeah. Anyways, for the week, I was just like dead quiet. I was like, I'm gonna be normal. I didn't laugh, and it was annoying, bro. <laughs> I was it like, was, I don't even know if I lasted. I might have annoying. lasted a day or two. It was like two days, and only comes to me. He's like, you know what, bro? I'm tired, bro. <laughs> I just want to be myself. I'm just gonna Check be. This. I'm just gonna be myself, and I'm not gonna listen to anyone who tells me otherwise. And it's true because when I'm like not in a bad mood or when I'm just in the mood to laugh, bro, I'll call Jordan, and we'll we'll <laughs> laugh. We'll yeah, laugh for like the dumbest stuff. Thirty minutes straight, just straight laughing, just dying. Cr- I mean, crying laughter. And bro, after that phone call, I feel better. If if you know, absolutely. Oh, a merry heart do good like a medicine. Right? It's true. A merry heart do good like medicine. But uh, Proverbs. What a, what, a what's uh, um a sad wait a spirit dries up. The, yeah, a sad spirit dries up the bones. Hang out with people that make you laugh. That's it'll help you out. I agree. And even, like, there's times, like, my brother, Warren, if you're listening to this, like, Warren, if you look at this Instagram post, my post is on Instagram, please comment and tell me that I'm telling the truth here. My brother will call me, and I'm not exaggerating, he'll call me, and I'll answer the phone to the sound of him laughing. Like, the people who've, like, hung out with me, like, you've experienced this. Michael, I think Michael's that's on the... That's true, that's true. He'll literally call me, and all I hear is him laughing on the other line. I'll be like, Jordan, Jordan! Jordan! I'm like, Warren, what? He's like, Jordan, I'm going to pee my pants. I'm like, Warren, tell me what's so funny. He's like, hold on, I can't stop laughing. I'm like, well, why did you call me if you're still laughing? He's like, shut up, hold on, wait. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. You know what I mean? Just like, and I'm laughing before any, we didn't even say hi to each other. We just, we just, we're just laughing. We're just having fun. You know what I mean? Like, life should be like that. Have fun. Enjoy your life. Have a good time. You're saved. You're going to heaven. If, if you're not saved... We, we'll pray for you at the end, okay? But, like, Jesus... But think of all the stuff you... You're alive. Most of the people listening to this are young. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every morning you wake up, you have breath in your lungs. Yeah, you're in America, the land, of, legs, the land of opportunity. You can eat. You can eat. Your pancreas isn't 
dying. <laughs> you can I have eat all things to say. You had to go for the pancreas. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know where, where is your pancreas. Right. You know, like in, I know, like in, I'm pointing at it right like now. Your abdominal area. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> we should. Oh I'm yeah. So I'm not a scientist. Anyways, what what's like the doctor an, an anatomist? No, I was gonna say anatomologist because like anatomy. <laughs> Anatomist. Anatomist. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. So oh yeah. So I'm gonna say how uh, me and Michael became friends. If you're all wondering out there, if you guys were wondering how me and Michael became good friends. And, uh, man, if Elliot was here, I, I want to do a podcast with Elliot soon. So, Elliot, it's coming soon, buddy. Don't you worry. But, no, me and Elliot talked about it. We're going to do one soon. And, like, I guess we'll talk about how we became friends, too, because that was a funny story. But me and Michael. Elliot's the more serious one of the two. <laughs> or of the three, I should say. Uh, uh, I joke about everything. That's true. We all do. But, um, also, dude, like, one reason it's good to have friends who mess around and joke. Like, if something serious comes to me, like, I remember when I dislocated my pinky. I have it on video. <laughs> Like, I dislocated my pinky playing basketball. I dove for a loose ball, and you can't really see, like, how my hand is. Okay, so picture, like, you're diving for uh, – I dove for, like, a loose ball on the ground, and as I reached my hand out, and my hand, my right hand, skidded across the ground, and my pinky was on the bottom of the ground, right? It was on the ground, and it popped backwards as I, I was out of sliding. So you, you just paint a picture in your head. So as it popped, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, shoot. Like, I covered my hand, and I ran over the sidelines, and I was like, uh, Coach, I think I need a sub. He's like – what? Why? Because, like, you know, I was, like, I was, like, our starting point guard. And he was, like, what do you mean you need a sub? Like, this is the playoffs. I was, like, coach, I need a sub. And he's, like, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, I hurt my hand. He said, well, how bad is it? And, like, I moved my hand out of the way. And he saw it. He's, like, oh, yeah, you need a sub. And it's, like, I'm just, like, sitting down or whatever. And, like, I just stayed on the bench. And I'm just, like, joking around with my friends. I'm, like, dude, look at it. It's pointing at you. Like, <laughs> like, I'm holding my hand, like, forward. And, like, dude, look, my pointer finger's pointing at him. And my pinky's pointing at you. Like, we're just making jokes laughing. <laughs> it might sound stupid. But, like, it, listen, either from, like, I just know how I am. Like, I have to, like, I make jokes to, like, just, you know, it's just fun for me. It's just, it's just how I deal with things sometimes. You know, it, it works, too. Because, like, I just, you can choose. I could have chose to sit there like, man, this sucks. My fingers can never grow back or my, my pinky's never going to get healed. It's always going to be like this. It's it's just terrible. You know, I can't play the rest of the game. I'm going to miss the game next week. You know, this is the playoffs. You know, I could have just cried and sat there and felt sorry for myself. Or I could have just had a good time, which I did. I had a great time. Even like on the way to the uh, the hospital, I was like, mom, I was talking to my mom. Like, well, mom, on the bright side, you know, if they can't fix my hand, do you think we could like cut it off and like I could wear it as a necklace? And she was like, Jordan, what? And I just started crying laughing. You're and she's like, why would you even say that? I'm like, mom, it's funny. And she's, she just starts laughing. She's like, what on earth? What the, goes to your the head? The point is, Jordan has a mental problem. <laughs> but it's okay because God's going to use him. Hey, man. I believe. See, you need friends to encourage you. Say, hey, man, you might be a little weird sometimes, but the Lord's going to use you. You might have messed up, but the Lord's going to use you. You know what I mean? It's like, you need friends, like, just always remind you. Michael. Good stuff. The Lord's going to use you. But I think, is there anything else you want to say as we're wrapping up here? Um, I want to say the story. It has nothing to do oh, with Oh, we didn't these. even tell, like, how we met. That's what you were doing. Yeah. Anyways, I'll say it because I know Jordan's going to take our 15 About minutes. the hurricane relief, right? So basically, we met in first year at, like, a church service. We sat next to each other. We said hi. And then, you know. We didn't really talk. We didn't really talk. But a year later, there was a hurricane. (laughs) There was a hurricane in um, Tallahassee, which is like the north side of Florida, right right above Jacksonville. 
And uh, so we drove up there, and me and him, because we were with a, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to say who, but we were with uh, a good handful of weird people. They were pretty. And yeah. They were, like, normal, but, like, weird. Now they're all funny. I think it was, like, when know. we first met them, they were weird to us, or, like, just. But anyway, so we basically, we were the two, like, <laughs> we, were the, we were the two, like. I can't believe we're telling this. We were, like, the two, find out. we were the two, like, normal people in the group. <laughs> so we sat in the back of the bus for, like. <laughs> Just like, like eight hours. Gonna, we were roasted everybody. Just laughing and having fun. And we, we ended up getting close. We ended up staying in the in the same, whatever, the same room and same house. And we laughed a whole... I mean, if he wasn't there, I probably would have got very depressed. But <laughs> Yeah, we told each other. Because like, that's where we became friends. We're like, bro, why have we not hung out this whole year in school? Like, this is, you're hilarious. It's true. And ever since then, we've had some, some funny times. Dude, we've had... Some crazy times. And so I didn't know. He said that he was praying for, you know, godly friends and people that will come around him that, that'll, yeah you know, help him. And so Jordan's been a great help in my life. And um, hopefully I've been helping his. Yeah. Uh, even though I pay for his food every single day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's a joke. But, uh, but yeah, and then other than that, you know, surround yourself with friends that, that help you with godly friends. And be an encourager. Those are the two yeah. things that, that I would say are most important. And even, like... I don't know if I can like legally say this on the air like without legally, a, without like people getting in trouble. If you have to think twice about it, it's probably a bad idea. So I'm just gonna do it anyways. So, <laughs> so dude, like just to give you a little backstory, we're at a hurricane relief, okay, and we go to the Panhandle, Florida, and there's no power anywhere. We're in the car for 12 hours. It was a six-hour drive, and like things were shut down. We're there for tw- at least 12 hours, and then we started moving again, and then we were on the road for another four, so probably 16 hour total. But anyway, we get to where we were staying at, and the place is out of power. They're out of running water. Oh, we stayed in a basement of a church. A basement of a church. It was a huge, it was a pretty big church building, but we stayed in just the basement area, right? In we the basically dark. Basically ate fruit snacks and cereals yeah. for three days. And all we had to eat were fruit snacks. The church had like laying in the fr- laying in like the cabinet or whatever, because like we had food you had to cook, and we didn't have anything to cook it with or something. I don't know what happened. They're like, you can eat these raw hot dogs. Like two days later, they found some. I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna enjoy the fruit snacks. I'd rather not die. <laughs> so like even though hot dogs are pre-cooked, I don't know. Maybe they came like two days later. Anyways. That's still disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, so we're just like, dude, we're in, we have like a flashlight. So we put a water bottle on top of a flashlight and made like a lantern. <laughs> like, dude, this place is lit up now, dude, let's go. And like in the middle of the night, we got our flashlights. We dressed in all black because we didn't want anybody else to see us and like yell at us or like report us. And we ran around the church that was there and just went everywhere, dude. Remember that? Remember that shit? They had like a they had like a youth room in the basement. Yeah, and they had like a a drum cage, tree ho- like a tree house. Really. <laughs> yeah, yes, I forgot about that with all the dolls. Oh, that was so creepy. So we go in this one room, okay, and it's like its own big like sanctuary, and in the back there's like this play like cut out like it looks like like a playroom. And uh, there's, like, windows, and there's dolls in the windows, right? And I come in, and Michael's, like, standing amongst them. And I'm like, Michael, where, I'm like, Michael where are you? And, like, one of the dolls starts moving. I'm like, Michael, if that's not you, I swear I'm going to stab this doll in the face. So please tell me it's you. And the thing starts shaking. I'm like, Jesus! Like, dude, I'm not lying. I was terrified and also very amused at the same time. Because, like, I was laughing. Like, what the heck are we doing? We're two grown men playing with dolls in a sanctuary of an abandoned church that everybody evacuated the state because of a hurricane. But also, terrified because 
I was in that situation alone. I didn't know where anybody was. Anyways, so like, dude, we're just cracking up, having a good time. We have no power, no water, like barely any food for a couple of days. You know what I mean? And we just had a blast. And then the next day, someone opened up their beach house to us to stay in. And we had like steak. We're eating like hot dog, like hamburgers the next night, like staying in the heating room, hot showers, you know, nice house. Like, it was sweet, dude. There's like a hammock on the deck over the water that I enjoyed a lot. But like, you know. Like, it was just cool how the Lord brought us through it after we, you know, went through the hard part. But, like, dude, now we're, like, good friends. We hang out all the time. Like, we'll just do stupid stuff. Like, literally, like, bro, I'm bored. Let's just hang out. Like, you need friends, man, where if you're just bored at home, like, I had friends in high school. What I could think of specifically was uh, Elijah. Elijah Basic, Magical Mill. And, uh, magical Mill. Yeah, I called him Magical Mill. Hopefully I listen to this. He just called me the other day. So, uh... I don't think he'll really care if I tell you guys this. No, I'm not going to say that. He probably will. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. I'll let him tell it one day. One day I'll have him on here. But, dude, he was one of my good friends. And uh, we weren't always like that. He, he like, we were friends, but there was always stuff. He's like, dude, you're insane for speaking in tongues and stuff. You know what I mean? But now he just texted me a picture. He was in a Jonathan Shuttlesworth. So he moved to Texas. And last night he was in a Jonathan Shuttlesworth meeting. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy how the Lord turned on his heart completely. And now he's one of my best friends. We're super close. We, he FaceTimes me, like, every now and then when he gets a chance, you know, because he's, like, we both have our lives to live. But, like, dude, there was, he was just a friend where, like, if I'm bored sitting at home doing nothing, I just gave him a call. Like, bro, just come over. Let's just hang out. Do whatever. And we just did stupid stuff. Like, even my brother. Like, God bless me, the brother who, like, I can have a good time with and enjoy and, like, just be stupid around. Like, you need friends like that. And also you need friends who are like, hey, bro, like, you need to do this and do that. You know what I mean? So if you don't have those, I encourage you like, to pray for those. And we're going to pray. You want to pray for them, Michael, for their friends, if they, if they need friends like that? And then I'll wrap it up after you're done. Yeah. Let's pray. Let me bless you guys. Father, I thank you for each and every person that's listening, whether it's in the morning, in the afternoon, or at night. Father, I pray that you surround them with people like-minded. Lord, people that are going to push them forward and propel them. People that are going to encourage them to go after you and run after you. People that are on fire full of the Holy Ghost, that pray in tongues, that believe in healing, that believe in all the things, Lord, that your word says, that aren't going to be shy, or aren't going to draw back when the going gets tough, but Father, they're going to encourage each other in the Lord, Lord, and they're, they're going to be strong, and that they're going to be courageous. Father, I thank you for each and every person listening. Lord, I pray you'd bless them, Lord, with long and with a healthy life. Lord, whatever they touch, let it prosper. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I, I never want to do a podcast like giving people an opportunity to receive Jesus. So right now, if you're not driving your car, bow your head. If you are driving, please keep your eyes on the road. But I, w- I want you guys to think to yourself, you know, God forbid, if this is your last day on earth, if this is your last day of eternity, if you're to put your head to sleep tonight on your pillow and it was, a, it was you breathed out your last breath, not even to wake up in the morning, do you know where would you go? Where would you spend eternity? What happens next after this life? I'm sorry, there's two places you can go. You go to heaven and be with Jesus, or you go to a devil's hell that was never meant for people. The Bible says we'll end up in either one of those two places after this life. The Bible says, also, you know, the Bible says in Romans that we've all sinned. We all fall short of the glory of God, right? No one's perfect, man. Everybody's made mistakes before in their life. No one's perfect. So because of our sin, we deserve to go to hell. But the Bible also says that the, that the, the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord should be saved. So if you guys do, if you guys say, man, that's me, I, I need to receive Jesus. I need this, I need this eternal life you talked about, this gift you talk about. I want to receive Jesus. Then, man, I'm going to lead you in a quick prayer. And it's, it's, it's just mean this with your heart and your lips out loud as if it's your praying. Because it's, it's not like a recital. You have to say this specific thing to go to heaven. It's just people don't know how to pray. People never prayed to God. So if you say, call on the name of the Lord, how do I do that? Well, man, I'm going to te- I'm going to, I'm going to lead you in a quick prayer. And then just, you know, message me on Instagram. 
or any other, you know, anything that you can find me on and message me and talk to me. Let me know you prayed with me. Let me know you, you know, I'll, I'll help you out. I want to talk to you specifically, personally, you know, help you out. Get plugged in a good church, wherever you're at, whatever. But I'm going to pray for you. So if you say, man, Jordan, that's me. I, I need to, I need this, what you're talking about. I want you to say this prayer with me, okay? Just say, dear Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Make me new. And give me the power to live for you. I believe in my heart. You are risen from the dead. Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. Now say this loud and proud. Say, I'm saved. I'm a Christian. I'm forgiven. I'm born again. God is my Father. Heaven is my home. And I'll never turn back. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, I want to take this time to welcome you to the family of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for praying with me. If that was you, please message me. Let me know that you prayed. And I'll tell you, man, always remember, run to God, never away from God. You know, sometimes, you know, if things ever get hard or tough or whatever, don't say, man, this is the, this is just showing that the decision I made, God does. You know, please, I encourage you, press harder into the things of God. Don't let up. Don't, don't, don't draw back. Say, Lord, I don't know what's going on here, but I know you have an answer. Right? The Bible says in Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, call to me and I will answer you, show you great and mighty things you do not know. So call upon the Lord when you don't know what's going on. Call upon his name. Even with our friends we're talking about, God, I don't know about this friend. I don't know what to do. Call upon the name of the Lord. Get in his presence. Get alone with God. Say, God, I need to know what to do about this person. I don't know if it's time for me to leave or if it's time for me to keep pressing. Because, you know, see if they'll change or just see if, I, if it's time for me to go. Because, you know what I mean? Like, hot and cold, they don't always, you know, you can't, they don't mix evenly. You know what I mean? If, if You'll just meet in the middle. But you can't do that. You have to bring them with you or just leave them where they are. Right? So I want to encourage you guys. I hope this is a blessing to you. Thank you so much for listening to uh, myself and uh, Michael over there, who's now in the corner. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here and go play some uh, Call of Duty. And, uh, dude, you enjoy it? Thanks for capping on the podcast. Do you want to uh, say My any, pleasure, bro. Any final words? Uh, no. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Jordan. And, uh... Maybe we'll do this again sometime. Yeah, dude. That's fun. We'll definitely do it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next time. And also, I remember last week I talked about how I wanted to do a podcast on uh, the importance of breathing the presence of the Holy Spirit, which I was. Don't think I forgot about that. Be the presence of the Lord. I mean, like, don't forget. Like, I didn't forget. So don't think I forgot and I'm not going to do that podcast because I will. It's coming out. So, you know, I had to do this today. I just really felt this on my heart to do. But anyways, we'll see you guys next time. And uh, peace. Hey, Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this. This uh, I was gonna say this morning, but I don't know what time of day it is that you're listening. It's evening for me right now. But anyways, thanks for listening, man. I, I, I pray to bless you. I, I pray the Lord really spoke to somebody out there, and I, I pray that somebody really needed to hear this. If so, let me know if that was you. Let me know how the Lord impacted you. Let me know how it touched you, how it changed your life. And uh, let me know what other topics you want to hear about. I want I want to preach things that are that people are wondering, people are struggling with, people need to hear because you know whatever you need faith in, whatever whatever it is, you know I'm telling you, whatever struggle in life that you're dealing with something that a battle you're going through i promise there's a subject in the bible that deals with it you know faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of god so i want to preach it to you guys i want to help you guys out in any way that i can so i love you guys so much thanks again for listening and i'll see you next time or you'll hear me next time